0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. God bless you. This is Pastor Omar Zachary. You have tuned in to Praise Tabernacle Church's Tuesday night Bible study, and we just thank God for another day. Thank God for another opportunity, and we pray that you're having a blessed week so far. Thank God, we had such a mighty time on Sunday this past Sunday. Uh, at our local church, thank God for so many that was there and so many that was tuning in to the live service. We thank God for you. Amen. And we're just grateful to God to yet be in the land of the living and our blood still running warm in our veins. And we're going to bring you another great Bible study on tonight. So we're going to say a quick word of prayer and then we're going to turn it over to my lovely wife. She'll be leading the Bible study on tonight, uh, and we know she's well capable. I want you to keep uh, Mr. Donald Brown, for those, for those of you that are listening, uh, keep Mr. Donald Brown in your prayers. Uh, that's uh, one of my mother's uh, younger brothers, my uncle. So we ask asking that uh, those that knows, as the old folks will say, those of you that knows the words of prayer, Pray his strength in the Lord. We're looking for God to perform a miracle and heal his body so we know God is yet able. So Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you on tonight. We appreciate you. Thank you for your Your glory. Thank you for your love and kindness, your tender mercies, your grace that's been shown towards us. As we enter into this Bible study on tonight, we pray that you would touch the message and the messenger. We know that it's going to be a blessing to those our listening audience. We thank you for the panel, and we know that every need is going to be met, and we just thank you. We appreciate you and as we leave this place. Well, not leaving this place, but uh, as we get ready to turn the service over to Evangelist Zachary on tonight, uh, we pray that you are glorified, and it's in Jesus' name, Amen. All right, Lady Zachary, service is in your hands. God bless.
2: All right. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Um, Pastor said, "Leave this place, but you your <laughs> He's getting ready to leave because he's uh, like you stated. He's visiting his um, his uncle, and we want to make sure that we keep him um, keep him lifted up in prayer. Oh, well good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening to everyone on the panel. To everyone that's um tuned in on tonight. Um if y'all hear a little noise, y'all just y'all just excuse it. Tonight, that's my that's my son. Um I just thank God for this opportunity. Every Time I get ready to do Bible study, you know, it's um, you know, just get anxious and kind of excited, and then at the same time, you know, um, nervous because you want to make sure that you're, you know, staying on your, you know, staying on your notes. And um, anybody that has anybody that teaches Bible study, um, you know, you, I hope that you can relate. To um, to what I'm saying, because when you get to the point to where you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill him tonight. Oh no, I got this. Then it's it's now it's about you, and it's not it's not about the Lord. But um yeah, every time this opportunity comes, you know, um you know, Scripture says to study, you know, to study to show yourself approved. And um I pray to tonight <clears throat> that um someone is blessed, someone is touched, uh someone's life is changed by the message on tonight and then also that if you're not saved that you would um that you would turn your life over. And I wanna share this testimony. I have I have spoken about this uh before. I think I have, uh, to my to my memories I have. But um working in the Gwinnett County public school system uh you know is you have to not this is how i feel and then some of it is truth as well but you have to kind of be careful of you know religious talk as they say and um you know um bringing up uh you know christianity and things like that and i was sharing um with one of my sisters in christ uh i'm a trainer a field trainer i teach cdl um for class b um uh, class b license uh to drive these big vehicles and i come across a lot of people a lot of people i mean when i say a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> so um i i decided you know to kind of step down i still do what i do but it's just a little different um far as um you know uh having people on my bus every day all day so it was a training that I had trained probably about a few months ago and um this is tying into my to my message on tonight because I was praying, I was asking, I was seeking and I was knocking on that door, um, seeking the Lord's uh help for my decision that I want that I wanted to make. And um, once he gave me the go-ahead to make those changes, then I moved according to the Lord's will. But in that, um, you know, I see so many people, I kind of forgot about this person. And um, the guy, his name was John Mark. And he was a believer, and he was a Christian. And that's how he remembered me. He he never really saw my face because I have on a mask. So he was like, hey, hey, and I'm in the parking lot at, you know, I'm in the The bus lane, because he was, you know, with someone, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Kind of like, "Hi, all right." Then once I, you know, he started talking, I realized who he was. But I said that to say this: he remembered me by our conversations of Jesus Christ, and it was him on the bus along with um, someone else that was on our that was on our bus. But he was a non-believer, and he was like, "You remember? You remember that guy that was on the bus with us and?" You know, he kept, you know, kind of moving around and fidgety. And, you know, we were just talking and going forth in the Lord. And, you know, he was like, do you know, I saw him. I saw him a few months ago and he gave his life to Christ. I said, oh, my God, God is so amazing. God is so amazing. So I said that to say, believers, y'all stay encouraged. If God tells you to open up your mouth and speak God's word, do it in spite of. But anyway, I just I just wanted to share that. But um and it ties in with our message on tonight that, you know, Jesus is gonna be speaking to us, um, in regards to how what we should do in the time of trouble and how we should come to him. A lot of times we mess things up because of how we come to him. And even in marriage, for those that are listening, that are married, or those are that those that are that's in a relationship, a fiance or um, you know boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. But my husband used to say this all the time: it's not what you say, it's how you say it. If you're asking for something or if you want something, don't say it like you're demanding it. It's you know, and it goes both ways: husband, wife, boy, girl, man, woman, whatever. You can mess up your blessing by how how you're expressing yourself. So when we go to God, we have to trust him 100% with everything. That's what our finances, that's what our career, that's what our job, that's what our family, our children, our husband, our spouses, I mean everything, 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 everything. We have to give everything to the Lord and trust him even second guess it because when you doubt and you worry what are you praying about what are you praying for you know i i used to hear this saying growing up if you gonna if you're gonna pray about it pray about it don't worry about it okay so we're gonna go to matthew um matthew chapter seven this whole i mean you could have started at verse uh, chapter one and and stopped here but the whole thing is is so good it's so good but for time's sake i'm not i'm not i promise i'm not going to be here long um so hopefully my team you know y'all have something to say tonight um but matthew chapter seven and um i gave my team seven through 14 but i'm going to hit that verse number six um six through 14. i'm going to read it um and then we'll revisit some chapters and then i'll give what my main scripture um is on tonight okay and I pray that everybody everybody's day was good today. Um, to my panel, I appreciate you all so much uh, for your faithfulness—not um, to you know the Bible study, but your faithfulness to God and <laughs> and uh, Bible study because you guys definitely make um, definitely makes teaching easy. <laughs> so I, I appreciate each and every one of you on tonight. So let's go ahead and dive into it. If I seem like I'm rushing, I'm talking. I'm so excited. It's just When I tell you that this word has touched and pricked my heart, um, I don't care how long you have been in ministry. I grew up in church. My grandfather had the first mega church in Marietta, Georgia, 601 Power Road, and um, had 12, 13 churches under him. My father is currently a pastor. My grandfather passed a a few years ago, uh, but my dad, he's still, of course, yet alive. Um, so I've been in church my whole life, and when I hear things now that I'm older, I can really apply it to my life. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what they've been talking about. Now I can see it and feel it, and usher in His presence myself. And if I if I seem like I'm all over the place, I'm not. I'm just so excited, but I'm gonna make it make sense um, through the grace of God. It's not not none of me. God moved me completely out of the way. And let your will, let your face, God, let your cross be shown tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Matthew chapter um, 7. I'm just going to read verse 6 through um, 14, okay? And those that are listening, please follow along with me, okay? Follow along with me with your phones, your iPad, or even better, grab your Bible, okay? So the word of the Lord reads, give not that which is holy unto dogs. I had to read this because this thing right here I prayed and I studied on this. I'm like, what exactly does this mean? Okay, but we're going to get into that. So verse 6 says, give not that which is holy unto the dogs, okay? Neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they uh, trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. Verse 7, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be be open unto you it didn't say it might be open it shall be open unto you for everyone that asketh receiveth and he that seeketh findeth and to him that knocketh it shall be open or what man is there of you whom for bread will he give him a stone or if he asks a fish will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your father, oh, God, that's good, how much more shall your father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? Um, The last few uh, few verses, verse number 12, therefore all things whatsoever ye would that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophet. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Um, I'm going to go back to the verse that I'm taking my topic from, but I want to hit these two verses um, because I may not have time to do that. The world that we're living in now, saints, believers, unbelievers, you have to make a choice to go with the Lord. You have to make a choice not to go down the road that everybody else is going because the way the world is now, there's nothing wrong wrong is right and what's right is wrong i see it every day even in our school system our the administrations the teachers the um you know it's more homosexuals that's coming out um that's in these schools and teachers and they're teaching our kids that you know live your best life or be the best you your best you may not be that body that God gave you, which God made you a female. But if you want to be a male, hey, live your best life. You only have one life. But we can't be persuaded by the world. We cannot be persuaded by, okay, well, you know what, it, it's, not, it's It's nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. You know, they just, they just having fun. They're young. That's understandable. But young people are dying daily getting in car accidents, the accident that happened, I believe it was a week or two ago, car fell from over the um, bridge and it killed five people. It as a whole in that whole accident, you want to know what? Those were young people. Three of them went to Central Women high school. One of them survived, but the others, they passed away. So narrow, it's very narrow. And if you have to fight your way through in spite of who's with you, who's not with you, who agree with you, who does not agree with you, well, you know, that's the white man religion. Well, this ain't right. You know, man wrote that Bible. This ain't really what the Lord wants us to do. Those things, if you sit around and you try to figure it out, the enemy will get attached to your mind. And he will turn that mind, this, this amazing mind, this, what God blessed us with, it will become reprobate. Okay? So enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there bewitch, be, bewitch go there at, Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. I'm trying to get in that narrow way. It, it's tight. I got to wiggle, wiggle my way through it, but I'm determined to reach my goal. Family, you, you got to set family to the side. If they don't want to talk to you, don't want to deal with you, so be it. My reward is in Christ Jesus, and few there be that find it. It's going to be a few that find it. But my topic on today will be coming from um, verse number seven, and um, that verse reads, ask and it shall be given you, seek and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Maybe someone can give their testimony um, of what, are there some things that you have asked and prayed for, and it took a while, but God came through, like literally right on time, just not a cliche, you know, things that we just say, you know, God, okay, but no, no, no it i prayed about it and this is this is like i get so excited cuz this is my testimony tonight some things that i had been praying for and seeking god for and knocking at the door for he opened it and i'm so grateful that i was faithful and i was committed i was persistent i did not give up so if there's someone on the panel um would like to share or you know you want to give that testimony like man yeah and even that i have some things that i've been and i've been praying for it has not yet came, come to pass but i have a blessed assurance that if it's in the lord's will it's gonna it's gonna come to pass amen so um the word of the lord reads verse 7 i'm going to take my topic ask and it shall be given you uh, be given you seek and you shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you this is jesus speaking so tonight that's what I'm going to be talking about. Ask, seek, knock. Ask, seek, knock. Okay? It's all about our privilege. We have to make our request known to God through prayer, not through calling your homegirl or not through talking to your coworker, not even talking to your spouse. But you have to get through to God, okay? To God through prayer, connecting with the heart of Jesus. Has anybody ever experienced getting connected to the heart of Jesus? And as I was studying this and God was, you know, showing me so much, and when he opened the door for me, I was like, whoo, my God!" That's, oh, God, I thank you. Things may be delayed, but that's a true thing. It was not denied, and I'm so grateful to God for that. But I've noticed, and I've heard I heard a pastor say this before, that you can't get people to pray more by talking about it more, okay? This is all going in with the ask, seek, and knock, okay? It's a privilege that's, that us as believers, even as unbelievers, you know, have but us as a household of faith, you know, that connection with God and getting to the heart of God, we got to utilize that. We have to believe, we have to stand flat-footed and say, I trust God, I don't know my direction, I don't know where he's going to take me, I don't know how my life is going to turn out. No, I do. I do have a five-year plan, but I don't know in the will of God because this is my plan but I need my plan to line up with God's plan, okay? That's um, everything we deal with. It has to be in God's plan, okay? So you can't get people to pray more by talking about it more, okay? Some people have to go through situations, okay? They have to go through trials and, you know, they have to go through things in their marriage. They have to go through things in their finances, even have to lose some things, have to lose you know, these materialistic things have to, you know, just even family, you have to lose these things for you to get serious with God. So many people, um, and being in ministry, like I said, I've been in church my whole life. Um, I've seen it even at my father's church. People will come to church because they're going through it in their households, and things are just upside down. So now they want to pray. Now they want to see God's face, but as As soon, as soon, as soon, as soon as everything kind of dies down and they see that things are getting better, they forget God. They forget that that they prayed and God came through, but they didn't keep their end of the bargain. Lord Jesus, I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I... I know, I've seen it, I've been there, done that, but we have to, even when we're going through and we pray about it and the Lord, breaks, you know, gives us a way of escape, we still have to stay faithful and we still have to pray unto the Lord. Amen? So ask, seek, and then not only seek, we need to knock at that door. Amen? Knock at that door. So verse 7 and 8, Jesus promises guidance, assistance to every honest heart. We go we try to go to the Lord like the Lord like like God like he didn't create us. He knows what's in our heart. He knows what we're going to say before we even say it. He knows what we're going to think before we before we even think it. Okay? So Jesus promises guidance, assistance to every honest heart. I can deal with somebody that's straight up, but somebody that just lies for no reason You don't have no reason to lie, no reason to make anything up, because I can't put you in heaven or hell. That's God, the Lord, he can only do that. Amen? So come knocking, come seeking, and he will make the way. John 14, verses 13 and 14, it says, And whosoever and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, Jesus' name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. I will do it. Now, That there's not a, you know, there's not a a blank check to where you can just put whatever in there and think it's just going to fall in place right there. No, it's a process if it's in his will, if it's in the Lord's will, okay, Everything that Jesus do, he excels in everything. So why not tell this person everything, everything? You can go to Jesus. You can cry. You can cry to him, and he won't look at you strange. He won't look at you strange. He won't take your feelings for granted. He won't take your emotions for granted. Go to him. Cry to him. Tell him. Pray to him. Everything. If you come to the door, come to the door. He will open it. Even as a believer, even as a believer, y'all, we still have to knock at the door. We still have to knock at the door. The scripture says, I, I believe it's in Revelations that if, uh, if if you if you hear him knocking at the door of your heart, hear him knocking at the door of your heart. These, I believe, this is for the sinner, the sinner man, amen, the man, the sinner man which goes back to verse number six, it says, Give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet, and turn again and rend them. Um, What the Lord showed me with this is those who have no appreciation, this refers to verse number six, those who have no appreciation to those things that are valuable and precious and priceless this is what this scripture is pertaining to someone um someone who uh you give a gift to and they just they just throw it away or they just don't take it you know and you you had you found joy you spent a lot of money on this gift but you give it to this person and they don't give you the reaction that you were looking for Okay, Um, so that's just like if you're trying to offer offer Christ to an unbeliever, or um, and they don't want to receive it, you got to shake the dust. Okay, so that's something that's precious. It's precious, God. I mean, Jesus. I think just thinking of the things that Jesus had to go through, you know, it's not. I'm not sorrowful because I know that He did it for me, but it's, it's just just thinking of it. I it's just tears, tears just tears in my eyes because he did all of this for me. For me. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. He died for me. He died for you. So why can't we put our things aside and be a witness and wit and win souls, okay? So, um, is anyone anybody wanna make any comments and after this I'm gonna turn it over to Minister Tovert. So, um I've been going on and on. I know I've been doing a lot of but this this has this has blessed me tremendously. So I'm gonna open up to the panel if anybody wants to anybody wants to share or if anybody wants to say anything at this time.
0: Well, I do, first lady. Uh Mr Bugs. I just wanna say that every Tuesday or once a month, whatever we have, our faculty meetings in the morning. And this morning our scripture was ask, seek, knock. So I think that's really funny. Um, God uh. said, is something to me um, uh, about asking and seeking. But what our head of school talked about this morning was what you're saying is what what you're asking for is God's will then the door will be open. But if what you're asking for is your will, then you need to
3: do some
0: of the the priorities and see if what you're asking for is what the Father wants for you because he is good, he is perfect, and what he wants for us is good and perfect, and he knows better than we do. So we should open ourselves up and make room in our plans for God to do what he wants to do and not what we want him to do. So uh, this, this has just been very good.
2: Woo-hoo. Wow. That is awesome. Hey, sister Bud. <laughs> Praise God. That's that's awesome. Hey man. Anyone anyone
3: else? Um, yes. First lady I do have a comment. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone else going? I thought I heard someone else. I'm sorry, but um I'd just like to say definitely, um, A great lesson so far. A lot of us can uh, connect on uh, the topic at hand, and not only that, just being able to get a better understanding because something that you, um, you know, spoke about earlier, especially about um, when you can um, ask for something and it may take a while for it to happen and things of that nature. So we've all been in those type of situations. So that's why the topic of act, seek, not, you know, is very, um, very relatable. Like for example, like sometimes things can, can take a while for stuff to happen. Like if you sit back and you ask for it, um, like I, I got an example, um, years ago, I, I mean, I asked the Lord because I wanted to, you know, start a trucking business and, wanted to get it going, and I asked God, you know, to, to you know, put that together, but, you know, I didn't know that it was going to take, you know, 10 years in order for that to happen. So, you know, sometimes it's like how long, you know, can you wait and be patient and still be diligent? You know, sometimes you, you still have to, even though, you know, God will answer that thing for you, sometimes the answer may be wait, you know, and it may take a
1: while, yeah. and then
3: after a while you find out why, you know, and and those are the things that happen some some answers come a lot quicker um one of the testimonies that I gave before and I'm just going to do a short version of it like when I when I gave a testimony of um when I had an issue um and, and wanted to go over this mountain that you know was pretty tall and stuff like that I asked the Lord for guidance and for an answer and he gave me that answer right then and there I had to go I asked I had to go seek cuz I had to go find it I found it somewhere else and I saw a scripture that answered the question that I asked. So even though you have to seek, seek means, you know, that you have to explore. So you're still going to have to do your part, and he's going to answer. So he opened the door by answering, you know, my question and allowing me, you know, through the scripture, answering me through the scripture in order for me to to make it across to reassure me that I was going to make it. So it's just um, definitely a, a, a good thing, and I would say, more confirmation on tonight on a lot of things that uh, a lot of us uh, may have a question about as to the next step and to go, whether it be um, within uh, your household, spiritually, financially, or business wise. A lot of us have a lot of different questions and all we have to do is ask of the Lord and then speak, (laughs) which means that we have to do our part, you know, and when we knock, he's going to answer, you know, He's going to answer. And the other thing that I want to say when it comes down to action, seek knock the other thing is also we can look at it in another sense as to where you want to, for us as, as believers, we've got to think about how the Lord has already done this for us. When, you know, you, you had a situation where before you knew Christ, you wanted to know of Christ, and then you sought after him, he knocked on the door and answered, which means that he he, he he gave you um, the opportunity, you know, uh, to to be a Christian. So we understand what it is in order to have an opportunity to have eternal life. So we can already get those blessings even now. So this act seek not. We've experienced it in multiple uh, scenarios. We just gotta realize that this is how it goes and that we have to continue mm-hmm. to do this. We have to continue to ask for the Lord, continue to seek his face, and then the Lord will provide and the Lord will give us what we need, just like he'll provide eternal life for us just for seeking his faith and accepting him. But that's all I got. Is anybody else. Sorry. That's good.
2: Thank you, Mr. Tober. Awesome. Somebody else was um, about to say something. Go ahead. I actually kind of lost my train of thought, so I'll I'll jump back in later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. That's that's sweet, Sister Cobert. Okay. All right. But yes, this is. Um, we definitely can. Things have happened, and we can definitely relate this to that. And um, we know that if God, if if He's done so many, He's done so many things for us when we didn't even know how we was gonna pull it through. The Lord is like, why are you even trying? Stop it. Why are you Why are you even trying to do something or try to fix something or try to handle something that you don't have any control of? Um, we was leaving work, and on New Hope Road it's always traffic. But it was an accident. It was a salt car, and it was traffic on the other side. Thank you, Jesus. And I told my son, I said, look, son, this is a teaching moment. Let me show you something. I said, look at all these cars. You see all these cars? Now, We're going to keep on driving. Now, you see this car, you see that car, you see that truck. These are all different kind of cars, all different, all different type of styles, body styles. I said, they don't have a clue what's ahead of them. Oh, my God. They don't know that it's an accident up ahead. They don't, they can't see ahead can't oh god this thing will preach i feel this they can't see that what they're about to get into i said that's just like the lord i said when things happen and he keeps us away from it or he um you know calls us to go a different way it's because he saw what was going he saw ahead you know i was, my cousin used to say you you know playing ball and stuff you know you got to stay ahead of the game whatever that meant i don't know but In that moment, I told my son, I said, son, you are 12 years old. I said, you don't know where God is taking you right now. I said, but with your baseball, with your sports, with your education, with all these things, I said, God knows. He sees ahead. And the thing, and the other thing with that is that, you know, it was like like I said, it was an accident and it was so many different cars. It was so many different bodies, so diff- so many different styles. That's just like believers, that's just like sinners that can be saved. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter your color, your race, your your um your size, your shape, or what you're dealing with everybody goes through things, but Jesus, oh my God, his arms are open wide for everyone for everyone so and i'm going to use this example and i'm going to turn over to um to mr tobert for offering because i i just have i'm just giving what i don't stretch it i'm just giving what god gave to me but um when we wake up in the morning what is the first thing you do do you grab your phone do you check your text messages to see okay who takes me throughout the night okay Nobody died throughout the night. Okay, good. Check your Facebook, check your Instagram, check your TikTok. Or do you read that scripture that pops up on your phone? What do you do? Do you actually pray? Covers your whole day? What do you do? Think about it. What's most important to you? What what do you do? Do you leave the house? Do you pray over your children? If your children go with you, you know, my kids, sometimes they go to work with me, but Sometimes I come back to the house and pick them up on my second tier. But even when I leave out the house, God, cover my children. God, order their steps. Let no hurt, harm, or danger come to that dwelling. Pray over your husband. Do you pray over your husband? Husbands, do you pray over your wife? What are you doing? What are you asking? So ask, seek, knock. I'm going to give this, um, you know, y'all don't laugh at me. Y'all just, y'all just pray for me because, you know. The Lord have to deliver me from this this sweet tooth I have, but it's funny how this analogy came um, when I thought about this, and I was like, "Ooh, that's prophetic. I like that." So, ask why do we have to ask when the Lord already knows my need? Have anybody ever had that question? If you that deep, I'm sorry. I, I understand, but. I have asked that question in my days. I have asked that question. Okay? Lord, Why do we have to pray? Why do we have to pray if God, he knows us, he already knows what we're going to go. He already, he sees, he knows, yes, but asking is a humble, is a humbling admission to our need. Yes, the Lord knows, he knows, but for you to ask for something, that takes hump. You, you have to humble yourself. Okay? Humbling yourself. And I'm going to go back to what I was, my, my y'all, you know, this week too. I'm, I'm going to use this analogy so y'all might laugh later, but I'm going to get through this part. So um, scripture says you have not because you ask not. James 4 and 2. You have not because you ask not. You have not because you ask not. Okay? And when it goes over to verse number eight, and it says, for everyone that asketh, receive it. Okay? Now, this receive it, that doesn't mean that whatever you want, it you know, it's going to be the Lord's will and you're going to get it. No. First John 5 and 14 says, according to his will, according to his will. Not my will. This is what I want to do, but is it? It has to be according to the Lord's will. Beautiful testimony um, with Minister Tobert when he was, you know, talking about his business. Ten years later, God was preparing you. Sometimes we look at it like, God, well, why haven't this happened? They don't got that big, God, they got this and they got that. God is preparing you because right then you may not have been ready. Then you may not have been able to manage your own. Then you may not have been mentally and physically and spiritually mature to handle it. So when God do it, like I said in the beginning, his timing is always perfect, okay? So that's the ask. Seek. And, Mr. Tober, you gave, my, um, you gave my definition away, so I know this is, this is good, okay? So seek, meaning a search of something hidden, Oh my God! A search of something that is hidden. So now I've asked. Oh, I, okay. I've I made my request known. I've asked, Lord Jesus, I need you to do this, God. I I, I want this, God. I need you to have my needs, Lord. And I want. I, I need some wants too in between. But God, I I've asked. Now I'm seeking, and the way that I seek is through my scripture. I search the word. It's like. Oh, my Lord, how people binge and do that. I binge on the word of God. If I can't find answers, the Lord haven't, you know, shown me this or shown me that, or I've been seeking and, pr- I mean, praying and asking for so long. And I'm like, okay, I need to search. My seeking is search. I'm searching for something that is hidden. It may be in the word of God. I need to, I need to search. I need to look. And in the Greek, that word means the z- 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 When you don't get an answer from when you ask, we seek. When you don't get an answer from when you have asked, now you have to seek. When you are searching, search, search, search for something that is hidden. Hidden. And the thing about the word of God, whoo, yes, God, nothing in the word of God is hidden. It's right here. Open up your word and whatever you're dealing with in your daily life, It is in the Word of God, emotions, uh, mental. We talk, you know, mental health. We, it's nothing wrong with going, you know, to, you know, to talk to somebody, account, get that. That's good. That's good. But everything you need is in the Word of God. So now I went searching. Okay, now we knocking. Come on, I'm I'm knocking now, (laughs) and some of us may feel like our prayers. Our prayers may even seem like they're hitting a closed door, because if I have to knock, that means naturally the door is closed, right? Okay, y'all, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Usually, the door is closed, or the door is locked, closed and locked. Some God has some things in our life that we've been praying for. The door is closed right now. It's it's got a, it has a bolt on it because you're not ready yet. You're not prepared for you're not you're not prepared for this yet. God may be preparing you. You you don't know how to communicate well with you know, with people he's preparing you. He's setting you up. He has sent things your way to get you prepared. You know, it, it's it's a lot of things. Lord Jesus Christ, it's a lot of things that can go on with that, but sometimes with my children their door can be halfway open, you know, but I'll knock. I'll knock and sometimes the Lord is like, I'm gonna show you a little bit but you're 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 not ready. You're not one hundred percent ready. So if you knock at the door, okay, then your the door is open, then what? Okay? Let's not make our steps try to you know, let's let's match our steps with the Lord. We don't want we don't we're not gonna bring the Lord down to us, but we wanna go up with the Lord. Okay? Knock at the door and receive directions on your next step. Don't make steps, okay? This is for who's ever on the panel, for those that's listening, elder, minister, evangelist, missionary, mama, daddy, sister, brother, uncle, cousin, sister, brother. This is for you. Knock at the door and receive direction on your next step. It's not about you because your next step will determine the future and the path of the past the path for your family. What we don't want to do is don't make steps or don't make a move and then ask the Lord for direction. Do everything as unto the Lord. Do everything as unto the Lord. Don't move too fast because you may have – If you move, it may be too fast. And if you don't move, it may be too slow. Well, oh, my Lord, how am I supposed to know? Ask. After you ask, seek the word of God. Seek for direction. Seek for guidance. Knock at the door. Knock at the door. The Lord, he's waiting. He's just waiting for you to realize you're not doing it on your own. You can't do it by yourself. It's no way. Yeah? You're a strong woman. You're a strong man. You've been on your own for since you. I've heard so many stories. You've been on your own since you was twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen years old. You've been handling it, but you don't have to handle it no more. Give it to the Lord. A lot of us would be debt free. A lot of us would be, you know, have more peace. Um, you you got to prioritize. Get those things that's stressing you out. Get okay. What 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 are my needs? What my and some of my. If it's stressing me out, it it has to go. But don't make steps without considering the Lord. Ask, seek, and then knock. Humble yourself. He's waiting. The Lord is waiting tonight. He's waiting. You've made decisions off your emotions. You've you've did things off your emotions, off your feelings. Okay? Jesus already paid our debt when he died on the cross. He loves you. He cares about you. When you feel like nobody's there, when you feel like no one's listening, when you feel like things are not moving, seems like you're stuck, seems like, ah, oh, time I get a little date, see a little daylight. I got to get this. I got to pay. I got to do this. And my family, God, everything was good. Our marriage was good. I, this was good. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Okay, hold on to God, unchange your hand, because the enemy will trick you and let you think that nobody cares. Nobody has been through what you've been through. I'm the only one going through this. Nobody has been through that. Well, I came to tell you. Yeah, you're not the only one. You're not the only one that feel like you you just you're about to break. And at that breaking point, that's when the Lord will see. Okay, let me go ahead and step in. Let me go ahead and show them that it's been me carrying you the whole time, okay? So let everything you do line up with the word of God. And I'm going to leave you with this song. I'm not sure who wrote it, but it's a song that we, we sang for years, and it says, What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins, listen to the word, all our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege this goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where we can go to the Lord. It's a privilege. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Thanks. we have to pray. We have to pray when things are going good. We have to pray when things are not so good. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer to your God. Okay? Pray to your God, which is the Father of Jesus. The Father, the Son, The Holy Ghost. If you do not know the Lord, Savior the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this prayer after me. And after you pray that prayer, this will be the first day of the rest of your life. Lord, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. Lord, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I believe you died. I believe you rose on the third day. Lord, I hear you knocking on the door of my heart. I open that door. I open that door tonight. I'm not letting my grief. I'm not letting my hurt. I'm not letting my pain. I'm not letting my disappointment of family disappointing me. Lord, I'm not letting anything stand in in my way. I believe you died. I believe you rose on the third day. I put my trust in you from this day forward. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. And I want you to reign over my life tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer tonight, today is the first day of the rest of your life. You are saved. You don't have to scream, cry, shout, run around the floor you know go wrap yourself in your blanket and roll around the floor you don't have to do all that you've already said the lord's prayer amen so ask seek and then knock god bless y'all the panel is open for anyone that wants to make comments uh mr tobert it's in your hands it's in your hands i love y'all god bless
3: all right Thank you, First Lady, for that um, wonderful message on tonight. Very impactful. Um, definitely, definitely know that uh everyone was encouraged. Uh, very impactful for everyone that was listening. And like she just said, if anyone have any final um, remarks or anything, uh, now's the time for the panel. Cause once we get through with this part, we're going to go ahead and go into our offering and our closing. So at this time, anyone would like to say any final comments, please do so at this time.
2: Hey Amen. So, honestly, the message was so beautiful on tonight and well put, well said. Um, I don't even know if there's any more else to say. Um, but I did want to say that I absolutely do have more understanding of the way that we are supposed to pray asking and seeking um and knocking uh and you guys have pretty much already said it um and I, it's funny that we all you know have some of the same feelings about things because for the longest i was stagnant with what i wanted to do as far as a career went i didn't know like what i wanted to do where i was gonna land I've always had a love for people and a love for kids, but I never knew where I was going to land. So recently I was working at a daycare and I'm like, okay, this is cool. I still want to teach, but not this, not this age group. Like they're a little bit too small for, you know, for me for what I see myself doing long-term. And when I say everything just started to line up for me, um, that was absolutely like a test of patience, um, and endurance. Um, it was the thing started lining up because I was accepted into a school and then now I'm a substitute teacher for Gwinnett County Public Schools. Um and I'm back in school. <laughs> I've actually been back in school for about three weeks now. So everything just kinda lines up, but just because we asked for something and We don't get what we feel is the answer right then and there. It doesn't mean that it's denial. Wait is the answer, too. So I think that we all need to change how we pray in a sense and start including, God, what is your will for my life in that prayer versus it being always what we feel that our life should be. Like, I think it's it's a saying, um, if you want to make God laugh, Tell him what your plans are, and oftentimes we do that because we think that we always know what's best. Not to say that there's, not a, that there's something wrong with having a plan for your life, because we can all have plans and goals, but ultimately God's way is better than ours. And I know for a fact one of the reasons why what I'm about to step into now was delayed was due to patience. Absolutely no way that you're going to be a successful teacher if you don't have patience.
3: Amen, amen. Um, Definitely very thought-provoking, like you said, great comment. Anyone else at this time, please uh, feel free to join in if you got one. If not, we're going to go on uh, to my final comment and then offering. Anybody at this time?
0: Um, I just have um, one last comment. I, a few weeks ago, was walking around praying, um, and I found myself saying, Lord, move me past the natural, because I'm tired of the natural, and help me to see the supernatural and help me to do things that are beyond what I can do. And I prayed that prayer, and it wasn't until maybe like last week, a week and a half ago that God started speaking to me about, you prayed for this and you asked for this. And, of course, if all these things are happening and I'm saying yes to more responsibility in the church and I'm saying yes to more responsibility at school, then that's when the devil starts attacking and God starts testing. And I told my husband, I was like, all these things are happening and I've got a choice to make. And either I'm going to give up and quit because things are starting to get too hard Or I'm going to decide to press on because I know that these things are temporary, they're light. And I know that at the end of this, I'm going to see God's goodness. And God told me, he was like, listen, I prepared you for every good work. I prepared you for everything. You won't lack for anything. You won't need anything. All I need you to do is just to move and walk and do what it is that I called you to do. And he told me that first before life started lifing. Like Sister Leslie says, life started life, and I had to make a decision, and it was a maturing moment and a growing moment in my face of, all right, I can give up like I always do and turn back and try to figure it out on my own and come up with the solution that I'm capable of, or am I just going to have to walk blindly and trust God that he's good and that he says that he's going to work everything out and that he says that he's going to supply every need and just see it through to the end.
3: That's right, sister Bugs. Uh, Lord will you know see you through to the end, absolutely. And I, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. And thank you all for those comments uh, to get everything and bring everything into perspective. Because you know someone listening today uh, is definitely encouraged. I know I am. I know I was encouraged on today uh, just from you know the message, let alone of course the, the comments that were just given and the comments that were given earlier. Um and I just like to um just add this final comment. Um what I got on tonight, um, from what what we went over as far as acts, uh, Seek, and knock. Um I think that, you know, we learned about the power of prayer. Um and one one example to go over that, um it's just Like, uh, for example, my wife and I, we pray over each other um, over the phone um, before we go to work, and we've noticed the power in prayer that on those times, especially when we we do that um, and pray together, um, a lot of things definitely go in our favor on those days, Um, more often than not. um, And it doesn't mean that just because we said that prayer that nothing is going to happen, We've said those prayers, and, you know, some things may – we may have some hiccups throughout the day, um, but at the end of the day, it's better to go through some things and have the Lord on your side than we, we, we not have the Lord, you know. So definitely you always want to make sure that you're covered. So always make sure that, you know, you ask what it is that you um, desire from the Lord and, of course, that you have to seek and explore, um, you know those those options and do your part and the Lord will do his um and the other thing that I want to say um uh, for those listening uh when first lady went over so much on tonight definitely the last um two verses verse 13 and 14 those were extremely important um and powerful verses and I want to encourage everyone listening on tonight you know to find your way find your way through by following the Lord Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto me but by the Father. So if you took a look at those verses, you understand that the only way that we can get through that gate is through Jesus. So on tonight, I hope you all were encouraged. Um, Definitely a very, very good word on tonight. Um, Thank you for that, First Lady. And for those that are listening um, and you would like to be a blessing onto uh, the church and the church's uh, ministry, our outreach program first. Uh, the church's cash app, anyone that would like to give, um, every dollar um, goes to uh, something within the community. Uh, for us to be able to give back within um, the community, if you just want to be a part of that, uh, and you may not be able to physically be there or anything, but if you would like to give your offering on tonight, um, the church's cash app is dollar sign E-A Ministry. That's E-A-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Again, that's E-A, dollar sign, E-A Ministry. Amen. And I that you all would just, uh, give out of your heart you no know, um exact amount or anything and that would be a blessing unto the um, church's ministry. Also, um church's cash app is uh dollar sign T T C eight seven seven. Again, dollar sign PTC eight seven seven. Those that if you want to give directly to the church as well. Um, and thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Um Pray that someone got something on tonight, because as I said, I know we definitely got something. And um, and with that being said, we'll definitely pray out and close out. Thank you all for listening. Lord Jesus, on tonight, I'd like to thank you for the understanding that was provided on tonight, Father God. Lord, for your word that was given on tonight. Uh, By the way, Sister First Lady, um, exactly, Lord, we ask that you would just uplift her, Lord, and um, continue to uh, fill her for what she's pouring, poured out on tonight, Father God. And in in mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we um, got some information um, as far as um, what we are supposed to do. We are to ask, seek, and to knock, Lord. And thank you for that direction on tonight, Father God, for many have different questions um, on what to do, what not to do, Lord, and just help us to be able to connect the dots by putting these things and placing these situations in your hands on tonight, Father God. And Lord, we'd just like to ask that you would just continue to uh, touch those um, that are afflicted within their body, Lord, on today, Father God. Also, um, leave this pastor's uncle, Lord, ask that you would uh, touch him as well, Lord. And Lord, we'd just like to thank you for all that you do, Lord. We continue to Um, continue to learn more about you, Father, and Lord, I ask that you would just um, continue to keep us faith and continue to give us the knowledge as we leave this place. There will be a presence. Uh, Great Commission, Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20, it reads, Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen.